Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by actor Mikey Greenblatt. Greenblatt. Hey, Mikey, how's it going? Sorry, I didn't mean to... It's going well. Sorry, I didn't... It's fine. It's a long last name. It's a long last name. Oh, okay. So, I'm not the first one to have done that, then. No, not even close. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking Added of... Added to a long list. Oh, I, yeah, I bet... Uh... Well, I'm sure you've probably heard some things that aren't even close to your last name, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what are you up to? Ah, that's a good question. Um, I'm up to a lot, thank God. I've been, um, I've been very busy. Um, pretty much five, time, five to six times a week, I'm, uh, I'm doing a lot of improv. So I'm part of a wow. couple different theaters right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, just I don't. To me, it's just the best thing in the world. And um, I'm on a short form improv team called Rufus Khan. We perform the first Saturday night of every month, uh, right on top of the Comedy Cellar. So we we rehearse frequently. And I also have a independent improv team uh, called Jim, and we also will do shows just at any improv theater that will have us really trying to get our name out there and uh and then i'm taking classes right now at the upright citizens brigade theater and the magnet theater so i've been very very busy with that and um and i work on this uh a jewish meme page that's actually uh kind of taken off recently which has been cool wow it definitely sounds like you have uh, been quite quite busy yeah, yeah, this is good, this is good. Yeah, absolutely. So do you guys travel with your uh, uh, improv group? So we we are mostly based in New York City for now, um, but we really hope to start establishing ourselves because the, the type of improv that we do, it's kind of this short-form improv, which isn't really done in New York. So we're really trying to establish ourselves here and uh, hopefully take that further. Have you gotten to work with any uh, big big names with your uh, improv group at all? So within the improv scene, I, I think they're uh, big names. We've worked with like uh, Naruto Williams, who's I think a very talented stand-up comic. Um, we've worked with a bunch of musical improvisers. We've worked with a bunch of uh, improv teams that are called Two Prov, where it's just two people playing, uh, you know, 15 to 20 different characters within the hour. So a lot of uh, big names, so to speak, within the improv community, um, which is which is always very exciting to us to meet these kind of up and comers, which is it, it's just so cool to watch their flourishing talent. I actually used to be a part of the uh, Casey Improv Group myself, and um, improv is really a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, can be quite quite challenging, but it's a it's a lot of yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think the coolest part about improv is how applicable it is. You know, of course, it's an art form, and it's it's a, a beautiful form of live theater, but you also have, I mean, to me, this is improvising in a sense. Um, it, it's just something that helps in so many different aspects of your life to really listen, which I think is so important, to really listen to another person and then agree with them and talk with them. Um, it's just... After doing it for as long as I've, I've been doing it for uh, four or five years now, and just uh, with my relationships, with my acting, 
just so many different uh, parts of my life, it's really, uh, it's really enhanced it and, and taught me how important it is to listen to other people, to really listen. So, yeah, improv, I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, I have people in my classes that are in business and, in, uh, you know, one of them's a lawyer, just really coming from different walks of life that, that take improv to apply it to so many different aspects. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend improv. I really do. Um, and I work, I actually work at the Upright Citizen Brigade, so I would highly recommend anyone that's looking to do improv to take classes at theaters like that. So is this a picture of your, or one of your groups uh, on your cover photo? I'm like, yeah, so that's, um, that is my college group. Um, really my family, I would say. I wouldn't, group is an understatement for what it was. Uh, they really established that in me, my, my love for improv. Um, I was at the University of Maryland on the, on the improv team out there. And that's, uh, with that improv team, we did travel. We did shows in Washington, D.C. We did shows in New York. We did shows in Chicago. And traveling with them, it was just kind of, I was really thrown into the deep end. I hadn't done improv before. And this was just an incredibly talented group of people that I had to learn very quickly to adjust and, and to build this chemistry with them. And I think it, it's just really important to be able to throw yourself into the deep end with these things, and, and you just got to go for it. So, yeah, my cover photo is uh, my second family, my improv group of race bullying from Maryland to really uh, build the foundation for me for this pursuit that I'm doing. I mean, uh, it's so cool while you're doing uh, or working with a group of people, how they just uh, become family pretty much when you're with them uh, for as much as you are. You said five, five to six times a week, right? Yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, it's, uh, it's inevitable, really. <laughs> You know, you, you have to learn to get along also. You're, you're with these people for so long. So just for those who um, might be struggling, maybe wanting to get into improv, what would you say to someone who, uh, or rather, maybe let me ask you this. What do you think the uh, key to being a good improv comedian is? Uh, um, that's a great question. The key is to not be funny. That's the key. And it's, I can't, I can't say that enough. When I first started doing improv, it was, I kind of treated it like a stand-up comedy act where you're just, you're looking to make jokes, you're looking to make the audience laugh. And it took me really two to three years of, of getting this mentality down where it's not about creating the funny, the funny will arise. It'll arise naturally. Funny situations happen all the time. Um, you know, when you, when, yeah, when you're talking with a good friend, a funny thing just arises. You don't have to think with your when you're talking to your friend, like, oh, I got to make this joke, I got to make that. It, it just doesn't feel organic that way. So I would say that's my number one thing for someone going into improv. Don't try to be funny. The funny will happen. All, all you have to do is listen and respond, which, again, sounds a lot easier than it is uh, when you're on stage and you have 40 or 50 people watching you. But that's really all it is, is, you, is you're talking with, with another person in an environment, you're a character in a scene, and and the humor will arise naturally. So you just kind of have to trust that it will happen. 
I hope I see you uh, one day here in Kansas City. We have a improv festival that we do every year, and um, certain groups uh, from all around the country, uh, like we've had IO West come and and all that. And uh, so hopefully I will see you one, one of these days here in Kansas City. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, IO West actually, um, an alumni from my group is in that, but I think they're actually, they might be closing. Um, I've really? Heard. But I, I, yeah, they're kind of doing um, this, like, from what I've heard, the, uh, hopefully they'll raise enough funds, but yeah. Um, yeah, IO is incredible. Have you seen IO West? Yeah, uh, just here at the um, Improv Festival, but um Unfortunately, I haven't been able to make it make it up there to where they are at, but uh, just really talented people if I've ever seen talent myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's some cool but, stuff, definitely. but they're not as good as Mikey Greenblatt. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, anyways. No arguments are, are going to be made against that statement. <laughs> <laughs> so um so before you started doing uh the improv um did you go watch a lot of improv shows and then uh before you actually started taking classes it's funny i actually i had no idea i was gonna go down this route um in high school it was kind of i started acting in high school um and and it was it's it's uh it's it's really two different fields um acting and improv although really improv is a good foundation for acting but i had no no idea i would i would get into improv and then when i did um when i was at university of maryland i heard from a friend oh there's a comedy group and and they uh they're holding auditions and i i never even heard of improv before but i'm like okay i'll go and i i got into the group and even in the first year, it's kind of like still adjusting to this thing of improv. Um, but then once I moved to New York City, it was just, I, I couldn't help myself. I'd fallen in love with improv. It's just this idea of every new scene is different. There's, it's, it's this idea that like you could just create a whole world in five minutes, and then no one will ever <laughs> see that world again. Yeah, we're true. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it so good. Uh, it's just my opinion. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, um, do you think that uh, while you do improv, that you could also do stand up per se? Yeah. So I actually there there are some schools of thought uh, that actually say that you could people kind of will get material from their improv shows because again, funny things arise naturally, and they'll kind of take note of that, and they might use it in stand up later. I've, I've tried, I've tried doing stand-up. I, I read something interesting from the comedian Lewis Black. He said stand-up is going up on stage, getting punched in the face repeatedly, and hoping that one of your punches lands. Um, which is just, that's what it's, so I have, I have, uh, been doing stand-up, and it's kind of like the, the open mic stand-up scene in New York is, is you go up, you know, you, you deliver your material, and you just kind of hope that one of those punches lands, so. I've, I've been venturing into stand-up, but really, uh, improv is where my heart's been. Yeah. So, um, so, so like I said, uh, I've been doing uh, improv as well, and uh, I've also been doing stand-up. 
and uh, my my end goal is to be a TV host, and so um, actually producing my my game show, my very first game show here in, here in Kansas City in April. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's a step. Uh, it's a huge step in, in the right direction. But anyways, so um, do you have a uh, end goal for yourself, or do you have a a dream at all? I do. I want to play the dumb guy in sitcom. That's, uh, I want to be the Joey of Friends, the Kevin of the Office. That's, that's the type that I, that's, I mean, that's the end goal is really, it's that. And, um, yeah, I would say really being the uh, dumb guy in sitcoms, but the overarching career goal, as in that's, that's kind of where I'd like to see myself five, 10 years from now is, is being on a sitcom. But, um, the career goal is I, I kind of have this vision. I'm a I'm an uh, Orthodox Jew. I'm an, uh, an observant Jew, and the kind of driving force that I have is to show other other people that that think that their observance is kind of a burden or, or a hindrance to what they want to do. Uh, what I want to show is that that no, it's it's possible to stay observant to keep. For example, uh, as an Orthodox Jew, I keep the Sabbath, which is from Friday an hour before sundown, or sorry, from Friday at sundown to Saturday an hour after sundown, you essentially take a break from work. So being in front of the camera or driving or um, writing, any, anything that would, it's a day of rest. So anything that would involve work, you're supposed to take time off from, um, which is problematic. It's, it's very difficult to do this in the realm of acting because you have auditions on Saturdays where you need to drive to and you have filming on Saturdays. So the end goal for me is really to to get to a point where I could be a platform for other people that, you know, have these so-called restrictions and to really say, yes, we have these restrictions, but we could balance them and, and we could make it so that uh, we could do what we love and still love what we love. And that's, uh, I would say that's the end goal of really of, of my my purpose, my goal, my drive is is to show people that things like this can be done. Oh well, God bless you, man. That's great. Um, so you said that you are a a um, observing Jew, and uh, I know that we had been talking a little bit. And um, so let me ask you how how has and, and you might have explained this uh, just now, but how how has your faith, your Jew, your Jewish faith, uh, helped you out in your uh, stamina and being able to balance everything in the midst of all this chaos that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I think at first, I at first I I kind of took it as I, I also looked at it as, uh, gosh, how how am I going to do this? Uh, like, I'm I come from a community where doing this kind of pursuit is absolutely unheard of uh, for for good reason because it's. It's, it's difficult, like, you know, it's hard enough to be an actor, to be a financially stable actor. Yeah. Um, and then you add the fact that you have these certain restrictions, and you think, how is this possible? And, and at first I looked at that, and, and I was scared. It, it made me scared. It made me second-guess what I wanted to do. Um, but the more I did this, and the more I... You know, I would get a uh, call back for Saturday, or I would get a role, and they would be shooting on a Saturday. And the more I started to say no, it it didn't have the feeling of 
there's so much regret in me for saying no, and oh my, I, I wish I, I wasn't observant, or I wish I didn't choose to act because this is just too difficult. It started to kind of evolve into this thing of, of gratification almost. Like every time I turned down a role on a Saturday, it, it wasn't the end of my career, and I thought it would be. I thought uh, this would just be a hindrance, but turning down a role on Saturday would lead to a different thing. It would lead to an opening in a space, you know, if they're shooting a Saturday and a Sunday, um, and I can do those dates, I can do the Saturday, so then if a Sunday would open up because I wasn't able to do that, it would lead to something else. It just, I don't know, when you have this sense that it all works out, that you just follow those opportunities that arise naturally from denying other opportunities. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, time and time again, I've, I found myself in positions where I, I have had to say no to things and other things have arised because of that. I don't know how it happens or why I'm not questioning it. Um, and, and it just, it keeps happening and, and I keep pushing forward. So, so it's been working. It's been working and I'm not questioning how or why it's been working and I'm going to hope to continue with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems like whatever you're doing, stick with it. It's working. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so when you're not uh, doing improv um, and maybe, maybe, maybe this is um, – the answer to my next question, but uh, when you're not doing improv and uh, pursuing a dream, what do you like to do uh, for fun on the side? Do you have any hobbies at all? <laughs> well, for fun is, is my job, so they kind of work in tandem. Um, yeah, I, I mean, pretty much, I, I've, I've consumed myself with, with improv. Any, any extra second I have, I'm seeing a show or I'm, I'm practicing with my group. Outside of that, I, I do have some other ventures. So again, I, I run a, um, it's a very niche thing, but I run a Jewish meme page. Um, that's like the humor, I guess, is more oriented towards like, um, Jews have like a firmer understanding of like Orthodox Judaism, which is as niche as it gets. Cause like the amount of Orthodox Jews on Instagram is not too many, but, um, that's, it's a venture I've been very interested in. It's a very untapped market. Um, so, so that's what I've been working on. Me and my partner run this meme page, and we have started production for it, where we film, we act in it. We hope to um, publish some videos by the end of March is the hope with that. And, yeah, other than that, I, I read a lot. I, I'm still in school. I have a year to go. Um, I transferred to Baruch College. So I'm a student, and I work at Upright Citizens Brigade, so I help them out. Um, and I also, I like to come up with one-liners in my spare time, and I shoot a video a day of me delivering a one-liner to my camera. Who knows what I'll do with them, but one day something <laughs> will happen, I think. So what's the, yeah. so for my listeners, uh, where, where can they find you the, uh, the link to your page that you were just talking about? So, uh, yeah, if they're interested in, in those memes, um, it's at Jewish Vibes on Instagram. Uh, we should be the, the first thing that pops up. So that's, yeah, at Jewish Vibes, all lowercase. All right. I will post that link uh, down below in my, I, um, on, on my website when I go uh, to post this episode. 
Yeah, that'd be I will cool. definitely do that. Uh, so, other than that, um, is there uh, anything that I can help uh, promote besides that? Well, um, yeah, if anyone's ever in the New York City area, uh, I would definitely come out to see a Rufus Khan show. So, you can find Rufus Khan on Facebook, and we'll, we'll post the show details. So, Rufus Khan, it's R U F U S K H A N. Um, and we do a show once a month on top of the Comedy Cellar. So we kind of say we're off Comedy Cellar, which sounds as, makes us sound pretty legit, I think. Comedy Cellar is like the big um, comedy place in New York, so we kind of hold up on top of them. Well, so, uh, would, yeah. Well, I definitely have to come see you out in New York. I'm sure you are... Hilarious, I really am, and or I'm sure you you are. Sorry. So, so anyways, um, I hope that uh, you do come to Kansas City uh, sometime. I think you'll really enjoy it, and um, yeah, I mean, good luck with with everything, and uh, hopefully, I'll see you on on that sitcom here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with God's help, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. I I do appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me, though. It's, it's nice. Uh, this is nice to talk about. Absolutely. I like what you're doing. Will you come back sometime? Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. All right. Well, anyways, thank you so much once again, Mikey. God bless you, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you as well, Mike. I do appreciate All right. this. All right. Thank you. All right. You take Bye-bye. care now. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.